right, we are back. Um, by we are, I mean me. Uh, got a solo episode for you this week. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Um, I feel like it's been a little while, a couple episodes, since I've done a solo one. Uh, sorry if you're, uh, if you were expecting this yesterday. Um, I'm a day late. I'll get into all that in a second. Let's do business stuff first. Um, of course, next Saturday is going to be the first Zia podcast. I'm going to stop saying live podcast because, again, we've been over this. Not live. Um, you, if you, we want you to come down to Zia, come say hi, buy some stuff, support Zia Records, support the podcast, all that fun stuff. But we're not like setting up an audience or whatever. But January 18th, next Saturday, come hang out at Zia. And, uh, you know, we'll probably all go out and do something after the podcast is done. So if you guys want to hang with us that way, too, um, anyone is more than welcome to come hang. Um, but, yeah, support Zia. Um, support us. Come say what's up on the 18th. Uh, Mill Avenue Zia Records. Um, and then, of course, Paradise Adult Boutique. Uh, we'll get into their um, sponsorship a little bit later into the episode. I want to talk about um, ratings, reviews, subscribe, all that stuff. It's I haven't bugged you in a while, but we need to get back on it. It's kind of stopped. So I know most of you guys are using Apple Podcasts, like 90% of you. And there's nowhere near 90% of you leaving reviews. So five star, please. Write a review. It's very simple. It takes two seconds. Steal your friend's phone. Subscribe to the podcast with through their phone. Write a review. It helps a lot. And then, of course, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell complete strangers. Um, spread the word of the podcast because it all helps. So please, if you can, do the simple task of writing a review, giving us five stars, whatever. I won't bug you again until, I don't know, probably the next episode. So, um, yeah, let's get that done. It helps. It really does. Um, yeah, the podcast is late. That's my bad. Um, I'm recording this late Monday night, so we can at least get it out for you guys on Tuesday morning. Um, this weekend was just rough. Um, I, 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 I've talked about this before, but I, I, I take these, I go on these long walks. Um, they're not very romantic, but they're long walks. I've been doing it for probably eight years now. Um, I started doing these walks when I started getting bad anxiety, uh, specifically panic attacks. I, I used to get really bad panic attacks, um, you know, I got my first one, it has, you know, eight, nine years ago, something like that. Um, and if you've ever had a panic attack, you understand if you think you've had a panic attack, you probably haven't <laughs> because you'd know. Um, they're super intense. It's awful. And, uh, you know, it all kind of stems from just anxiety, anxiety in general and whatever else. Who knows? Just stress in your life. 
either way, they're terrifying. The first time I got one, I drove myself to the hospital in like the middle of the night. It was terrifying. Um, but uh, anyway, I go on these long walks. They help with my anxiety. They help with my panic attacks. I really don't get, I haven't had a panic attack in years. Honestly, if you're looking for a way to deal with anxiety or panic or whatever, I highly recommend, I know everyone says like exercise and stuff, but like just for some reason, just walking in general is relaxing. Find like a cool little path, you know, find a cool trail, go hiking, whatever. Simple hikes though. Like don't, you know, don't get all crazy. I'm not saying go hike Camelback Mountain to deal with your anxiety, but simple stuff. For, and, you know, maybe it will help, maybe it won't. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I think we're very aware of that. But it helps me a lot. So I live by a really cool little trail, mountain hike thing. So I do I do that a couple of times a week. And uh, unfortunately, the other day, I went on a nice little hike and this was this was I may have it may have been a bit extreme. I honestly I walked for like ten miles the other day. <laughs> I think uh, I, I checked my phone. I had like it was ridiculous. It was over ten miles, um, in like three hours or something. And again, I'm not like I'm not running or anything. I'm but I'm not like I'm I'm walking with some purpose. There's a little bit of you know there's a little pep in my step. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I pulled. I tore. I fucked something up. Now I've had back issues before. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, but I was living in Brooklyn, and I was home alone, and I was literally just putting on a pair of shorts. Like I was just getting dressed to go out that night, and uh, I just twisted my back the wrong way. And that was it. And I think that was stress, too, because I was super stressed the entire time I lived in New York. I think it had to do with stress. It had to do with the way I tweaked my back. I don't know. Either way, I turned my back while I'm putting on my shorts, and I just, that's it. I I just fell. Luckily, I was right by my bed, so I just fell right into my bed, but I couldn't move. And I thought, like, I, I don't know, I was freaking out. We ended up having to call an ambulance. <laughs> I made my roommates come home and I couldn't, I couldn't move the, the uh, trying to even sit up hurt. So it was the most excruciating pain I had ever felt in my entire life. And I don't know, I was just freaking out. So we called an ambulance. These two like young dudes show up <laughs> and immediately just start roasting me because I'm laying in bed. I'm like, you know, half dressed they think it's hilarious they're super funny dudes really nice i'm immediately just like apologizing because i just assume that i'm bothering them i'm very aware that they're working <laughs> but still my immediate go-to is just i'm so sorry guys i realize this is at literally your job but i apologize and i think they appreciated it honestly but again, they roasted me for about 10 minutes, threw me in the little EMT cart bed thing, invited my roommates <laughs> to ride along. Quickest EMT ride of my life. We did live, I believe, four blocks from the hospital. Didn't even have to make a right or a left turn. We lived on the street 
just four blocks down, maybe five. I don't know. Um, but they take me to the hospital, and basically what they what they 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 say is that I spray. They think I've I've sprained my back, and I explained to them. I said, "Sir, I was putting on shorts. <laughs> I I wasn't doing cartwheels. Um, I was putting on a, a pair of shorts, and apparently you really can just if you move the wrong way, turned whatever your body's doing, you could." fuck some shit up and I did I guess they gave me I, what's the I don't I can never think of what's like the strong medication that like the hospital gives you like is it morphine I think it's morphine whatever the thing is that like is supposed to when if you're in pain they give you that and it's like you should be fine they gave me that and it's still it was better but it still fucking hurt that's how bad it was they prescribed me some I, I think Vicodin for the pain, um, and then they literally <laughs> they literally give me a wooden cane, and they're like, "All right, man, that's it. <laughs> you gotta go." I we realize you're in, a, in a, a ton of pain. I think they gave me a little bit more morphine, maybe, or they they, they they there was I got my prescription at the hospital. There was like a pharmacy in the hospital that just filled it, so I was able to take something, let that kind of kick in, and then. They fucking gave me a cane. And luckily, my buddy, who I was living with at the time, met met me back at the hospital and walked with me home. And we, look, we lived in Brooklyn. This is, I don't know, eight years ago or something. Uh, six years ago. Brooklyn, it was, it's be- it was better. It's probably even better now. It wasn't, it wasn't sketchy, but... Again, we weren't in our neighborhood. <laughs> we were a few blocks down by the hospital, so you know, we had no money. There was no cabs. We're in the middle of Brooklyn. We can't. There's no Uber. Uber doesn't fucking exist. There's no buses running. So, <laughs> my buddy and me, I just limp home with my wooden cane, and we just, just I don't know. Pray we don't get mugged. <laughs> and we didn't. Luckily, we didn't. I don't know how we didn't. But we we got home safe. I remember my roommate, as soon as we walked to the door, he's like, I can't believe. he. The, apparently, the entire time, he was just shitting his pants. And I was freaking out, too, but I was in so much pain. I was like, I don't even. There can, it, it can't get worse than this. But anyway, that was the beginning of my pack issues. <laughs> I swear this is all part of you know this this is all leading back to why the podcast is late but that was the beginning of my back issues and now every once in a while since then if I do tweak or move or do something that pain comes right back and it's hard to walk it's hard to move so I'm on my anxiety panic attack walk just listening to a podcast it's a beautiful day you know the birds are chirping I'm Double gunpointing, high-fiving other people on the trail. Just, you know, living the dream. And uh, I, I pushed it too hard, clearly. There's no need for me to walk 10 miles. That's insane. So at about, I don't know, mile six and a half, seven, I feel I feel the thing. I feel my back make that thing where I'm like, ah, fuck. I tweaked it. I pulled something. But I'm still on this trail. Again, I I can't call anybody. So 
I'm like, okay, I just got to tough it out. And I have to, I end up having to walk like three more miles Four, almost four more miles. I end up walking. I think since I was just already moving, that's why I was able to do it. But like once I sat down and then tried to get up again, I was like, I'm totally fucked. Luckily, I, I had a buddy come pick me up. We were meeting up anyway, so he, he met me uh, when I finally got off the trail. And I got a ride home and, you know, it was rough. It was real bad. But eventually, you know, you stretch a little bit. You could kind of figure it out. Um, my four-minute walk to work took like 15 minutes because I had to slowly just waddle to work. And then I went home, went to bed, you know, that usually fixes it. Woke up in the morning, still hurt, whatever, it's okay. Got through the day and then woke up on Sunday when I usually record the podcast and I couldn't move. It was the worst. It's it was this was this was worse than when I called the ambulance. But I at least knew what I was dealing with. So I toughed it out, but it was so brutal. I was in so much pain all day yesterday, you know, because I'm just like, you tr- you try and, like, stretch a little bit, move around. But if you move the wrong way, it's terrible. Anyway, I don't – we don't need to go and – I don't need this whole podcast to be about my back pain. But anyway, it was rough. It was rough. And I, I literally – I couldn't even imagine walking to, um, you know, the store to, to – the. I couldn't – I couldn't get out of bed. I spent – I spent almost, I don't know, 32 hours just laying in my bed, sleeping and just laying there because I don't know. And now today, it's a lot better today, a lot better today. But I just know if I make that wrong move, it could all go downhill again. So hopefully it's all better. But either way, (laughs) that's why the podcast is late. Um, I haven't talked to you since New Year's. Uh, I hope you had a good New Year's, good New Year's Day. Um, it's so funny because I remember talking about the podcast, talking on the podcast about my new year's last year and I did mushrooms for the first time and, um, had this giant party with my friends and my neighbor's friends and we were up till five in the morning and just the next day, everybody was just on our couches, hung over ordering pizza, just death, just, but had a blast. And, uh, this year, (laughs) this year I went to bed at 10 (laughs) o'clock, 10, 15. I think the latest I was asleep by 10 (laughs) 30. They, I know they did like that big thing downtown. A bunch of my friends bought tickets. I think they even had extra tickets. I thought about it. And then just the idea of being downtown and then having to get home or sleeping on someone's couch was not appealing. And, I mean, again, I think the reason why I had so much fun last year was because we just had a party at my house. I was able to just, once the the fun was over, I just walked into my bedroom. But I'm too old, I think. I just can't imagine trying to, like, have a real New Year's anymore. Unless it's a party at my house, I'm not doing it. And for sure, living alone um, is a big part of it. If I still had roommates to like kind of push me to do things, I'm sure it would have been different. But Arnold's not going to make me do anything. 
Arnold's my dog if you're new. Um, no one's going to force me to do anything. So I just hung out with Arnold, me and my dog. We just kicked it. And like I said, in bed by 10, woke up early the next day. Everybody else was just garbage. And I was good. I was good. But so, yeah, unfortunately, not an exciting New Year's for you. But I hope you guys had a good time. Um, what else we got here? Golden Globes. I definitely, they're literally one of the main reasons I'm doing this podcast is because I wanted to talk about the Golden Globes a little bit. Um, everybody's freaking out about Ricky Gervais's speech or his little like monologue in the beginning of the show. I get it. He definitely went pretty hard at Hollywood and, and, uh, you know, these like these major companies and stuff. I think the only part I really felt um deserved praise was the he Tim Cook the 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 dude who runs Apple was sitting in the crowd and he straight up was like you and whatever I I'm holding an iPhone in my hand right now I'm guilty of this too most of us are but he basically just you know made a joke about how you know iPhones are made in sweatshops in China and Apple's you know the worst and I forget the joke. It was like if um, if ISIS started a TV state, I don't know. He tore into everybody. But, again, he's getting all this praise. But I don't really – what's the difference between Ricky Gervais and, you know, a Joaquin Phoenix besides the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is a better and bigger movie star? Ricky Gervais is in movies all the time. They're just not good. He's a fucking billion. Like he's not a billionaire, but Ricky Gervais is very wealthy and flies on private planes. So I don't know. Everyone's like, "Yeah, you really took it to him," but he's literally the same exact person. So it's cool. He shit on all these like rich white actors or whatever. I get it. He made fun of Netflix and and Apple. Cool. But he is I don't know. <laughs> good for good for him, I guess. Um Honestly, the only thing I didn't I I was watching a little bit of the Golden Globes and I'm sitting on my phone, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm I'm kind of posting a little bit. Um and it just made me Google older hosts and of course um i found a great clip of amy poehler and tina fey when they were hosting which by the way why i don't know why those two why i don't know why they don't have a show together or why they don't host everything because they're fucking hilarious tina fey honestly i think has got to be top five all time for me i fucking love tina fey She's so funny. 30 Rock is incredible. Anytime she makes a guest appearance, if you want to watch something incredible, go on YouTube and search Tina Fey um, Weekend Update uh, Birthday Cake. It's honestly one of the greatest things I've ever seen on SNL ever. She's just so, so incredible. And then, of course, yeah, 30 Rock is amazing and I don't know. I, I guess I haven't enjoyed a lot of her movies, unfortunately, but 
still. Top five for sure. Amy Poehler, of course, is also incredible. Um, Parks and Rec is great. But anyway, the two of them, they are uh, they're just great together. And there's this clip. I put it on my Twitter. You can find it if you want. I'm not going to play it. But uh, they basically just like Tina Fey brings up the fact that Joaquin Phoenix has said multiple times on the record that award shows are bullshit and that they're meaningless. And then the camera just cuts to him sitting in a tux at the award show. So (laughs) it's pretty great. Um, What was cool is some really good movies won awards. Uh, A24 is just absolutely killing it. Uh, Aquafina, I believe she won an award for Best Actress. I don't know if the if the movie itself won any awards, but Aquafina did win an award for the movie The Farewell, which I've talked about on this podcast for sure, um, which was cool. It was cool to see that movie get some uh, get some recognition. Uh, it definitely broke some some records movie theater wise and like money wise, but it's cool that like it got nominated for a bunch of stuff and that Aquafina won something and that you know the movie gets some more attention. I, I remember talking about it on the podcast. I didn't get too much into it. I don't want to f- ruin too much. It's really a great story, um, all based off of the. Uh, writer and I believe she directed as well, but she definitely. But the writer's uh, life, like it's it's about it's a, it's all true from what I gathered. Um, the only thing is that I I think I would say ninety five percent of it's in Chinese. It's all it's basically you're reading the whole time. It's all subtitles, but um, it's incredible. It's one of it's one of my favorite movies of twenty nineteen for sure. Um, so I definitely recommend checking it out if you can. And then, of course, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won as well, which was cool. I don't believe um, The Irishman won anything, which is just about right. I'm going to be really bummed if The Irishman gets all of the Oscars and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood doesn't get anything. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at least scored... Um, I think best screenplay or something like that for at the Golden Globes, which is awesome, because again, another one of my favorite movies for sure. Tarantino's one of his best, absolutely. Apparently, they kind of grilled him um, after the award show about how many more movie he's movies he's got, and apparently he just wants to do ten, and then he wants to be done, which would mean he's got one more movie left. So that's interesting. Um, he's not like done, done. Like he, he, you know, he mentions that maybe he'd write a play or direct a play or maybe do a TV show. Uh, could you imagine if Tarantino did a TV show? Has he, I don't think he's ever done TV. I could be wrong, but I mean, imagine Tarantino getting a show. That would be fucking incredible. So I don't know. I've I talked about this a little bit too with Dom on the last episode, but. The Irishman just fucking sucked. And it just gets praised because it's a stacked cast. Okay, maybe it doesn't suck, but it's not as good as... There's so many other movies that are so much better that didn't need fucking computers to make their actors look 50 years younger. So, anywho. um, What else we got here? 
uh, those fires in Australia. Holy shit. So incredibly sad. Half, or what What was it, like half a billion or something? Half a billion animals were killed in those fires? There was something I posted on Twitter about the fires, and uh, there was a quote from an article that I was reading. And hopefully you've donated if you can. I know, and not everybody can afford to donate. I get it. But even a couple of bucks, man, it helps. But um, what was it here? Mm-mm, I swear I've got it. It's only uh 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 oh that we gotta talk about. There's so many things to talk about. Uh, the fires are creating their own weather. So already, that's fucking terrifying. They're forming giant clouds that are causing lightning, and then there's ember attacks. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Ember attacks caused from the lightning that just spread more fires. Lately, they've been posting more pictures and like uh, even NASA did like this like 3D photo of like what it just to get you an idea. But Australia's fucking big and it's almost completely on fire. I don't know. Like there's there's all these photos online of people just luckily being able to get inside boats. People are just living on the beaches. There's this poor, there's a photo of this poor girl. She's like 11 with a mask on, just like sitting in a fucking canoe. So crazy. So if you could donate to that, please do. And then also, could you donate to people who believe in climate change, (laughs) please, or vote or something? Because it's all it's going to be over so soon. Australia is like almost the size of the United States, I think. Australia is fucking big, right? And it's almost completely on fire. So just picture almost all of America on fire because we're getting there. It's going to happen. I know it's just like, oh, California burns. It's, it's not just going to be California anymore. And then once they, this whole fucking creating its own weather bullshit happens, we're all fucked. Um, <laughs> a couple of other quick things. Uh, apparently, they recently legalized marijuana in Illinois. I believe it's for recreational use, um, not just medical. And it raised, it raised... They sold $3.2 million worth of marijuana in one day. The first day you could buy weed in Illinois, the people went out and spent $3.2 million. Again, you want to talk about we need money to fix things? Just sell weed. And then I believe a ton of people got out of jail in Illinois too, which is awesome. Because there's just so many people in jail for, like, misdemeanor weed fucking charges. And now, whenever I go buy pot, it's like I'm fucking... Uh, pot. <laughs> I don't know why I called, it, I called it pot. I gotta. I guess I just got to mix it up. It felt weird saying weed over and over. So the next time I go buy the devil's lettuce... Devil's lettuce feels douchey. I can't say that. Uh... What's another good one? 
pot, marijuana, uh, grass. That's the one. <laughs> That's my favorite. So the the next time I go buy some grass, and you know I do like a thug hug with the fucking guy at the weed store, and it looks like a fucking Apple store. I don't know what my point was. Everyone should if you if you've ever if you're in jail right now for a fucking dime bag. You should be released immediately. That's my point. But $3.2 million in one day. What the fuck, man? Weed could fix all of our problems. All of them. Oh, boy. All right. We're going to keep this one high and tight. And that means we're going to get out of here. Um. Thank you. Paradise Adult Boutique for sponsoring the podcast. 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Open seven days a week. Make sure you support them. Uh, Go pick something up. Get something for yourself. Get something for your partner. Get something for you and and the possibility of something new happening. Maybe you just need some fresh ideas to mix things up. Check out Paradise Adult Boutique. And make sure you follow them on Twitter. Twitter. At Paradise Adult AZ, they're doing giveaways all the time. And again, if you're local, 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix, seven days a week. Support them. They support the podcast. Uh, I mean, Paradise Adult Boutique has been with me since the almost the beginning. So, and then, of course, rate and review, please. Five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Give someone a high five and ask them if they listen to podcasts. I really appreciate it. Uh, and then, of course, again, Zia Records. Come hang out. Say what's up next Saturday, the 18th. Love to see you out there. 7 p.m. We'll be starting. So we'll be, you know, if you want to come say hi before we start or if you want to come afterwards or if you just want to go buy a record, do it to it. Uh, so, yes. Thank you, Zia. Thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique, of course keeping the lights on for sure um all right so usually i end these things with some music but uh today was kind of a cool thing um they finally released mitch hedberg's uh last late night set um if you don't know who mitch hedberg is he is one of uh my favorite stand-up comics He's the reason I love him is because he's silly, you know. Um, he's just like a one-liner guy, and he. But they're like they're it, they're so creative and so funny and honestly, so you you think you know where he's going and then he just goes the complete other direction. It they're so he's so great and uh, unfortunately he's passed away. Um, he struggled uh, with with drugs and alcohol, and I believe he overdosed on heroin, uh, which is a real bummer. But I don't know why it took so long, but apparently in 2004, he did his final late-night set on Conan, which is kind of perfect because Conan's the best. I can't, j- With all the late-night guys, Jimmy Kimmel is very funny, very creative, smart dude. Uh, I love him. But Conan's my number one. Conan is such a legend. He's got a podcast too now, which is cool. If you if you're looking for some new podcasts, uh, Conan's is pretty great. Um, it's nothing like that spectacular, but it's just fun to listen to Conan talk to somebody for an hour. 
because, you know, again, you don't really get that a lot, and that's the beauty of podcasting. Um, but they finally, I don't know what took so long. I think they're working on a documentary. His wife is doing something, but they didn't, they never, they never released it. They literally released it today, uh, and I caught it. So I'm going to play that for you guys at the end of this episode. It's only, it's five minutes. Um, honestly, I think it's worth l- listening to the audio than watching the video because, uh, he just seems like he always seemed to, li- and he's, he's talked, Mitch Hedberg has been, was always very honest about his anxieties and stress and how nervous he would get. And he was just an anxious dude and you could see it on stage. But I think maybe, especially because this was towards the end, he just doesn't look that great. He doesn't, it, I don't know. The first couple of seconds made me feel uncomfortable just watching the video. He kind of mellows out after the beginning, but I think just the audio is, is does him more than enough justice. Um, so if you want to stick around for that, that's going to come up here. Um, this is from, it's from 2004, um, Mitch Hedberg on Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Uh, otherwise, thank you guys for listening. Thank you uh, for continuing to support the podcast. I couldn't do it without you. 2020 is going to be a great year. I'm excited. I've got a lot of fun ideas. We're going to have a good time. But uh, either way, enjoy some Mitch Hedberg. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Thank you. Hello. This is my second time on the show. All right. I mean, I mean the first time must have been okay. But they say during the summer that drinks are ice cold. I hope not, because that means they would be impossible to drink. Because they would be solid. Here's a, here's a beer. Mitch, it's ice cold. Damn it. I guess I can lick it. <laughs> I read that uh, uh, last year MTV's Real World got 40,000 applications. That's amazing, man. Such an even number. <laughs> you would think it would be 40,008, maybe. Yeah, man. I got a lamp in my hotel room and it has a three-way light bulb in it. If you don't know what light bulb's a three-way light bulb, it messes with your head. Because you go to turn it off and it just gets brighter. Like, damn it, light bulb, that's the exact opposite of what I want you to do. <laughs> then you turn it again and it gets brighter once more. I will break you. <laughs> that's the only reason I had this thing out here. Oh, yeah, man. I, I saw a commercial that said, forget everything you know about slipcovers. So I did. <laughs> and it was a load off my mind. Then the commercial tried to sell slipcovers, but I didn't know what the hell they were. <laughs> now, is a hippopotamus a hippopotamus or a really cool apotamus? <laughs> That's good. I want to rob a bank with a BB gun. Give me all your money or I will give you a dimple. I will be rich, you will be cute. I got a belt on that holds up my pants, and my pants have belt loops that hold up my belt. What the really, what the hell is really going on down there? Who is the real hero? Uh, now, if I was a drummer and I accidentally grabbed, uh, that'd be cool if you were a drummer and you accidentally grabbed uh, two magic wands instead of drumsticks. You're pounding out the beat. Next thing you know, your bass player turns into a can of soup. 
Can we take that joke out? Can we, can we edit it? I love cottage cheese. That's why I want to try other dwelling cheeses too. I, I want to try studio apartment cheese. Or maybe igloo cheese. Or if I'm feeling adventurous, mobile home cheese. Don't eat mobile home cheese during a tornado. It would be devastating. Dr. Scholl makes foot products, and he's a doctor, which means he went to school for a long time, but it doesn't take a lot to figure out that stepping on a cushion will be more comfortable. That dude wasted lots of time at school. Cause I would have bought that from a Mr. Show. <laughs> I wish they made fajita cologne, cause that stuff smells good. I hate to sleep, cause, no, I like to sleep actually. I hate to dream, cause dreaming takes energy, it takes work. Sleeping is supposed to be a relaxing affair. I lay down on a bed, it feels great. Next thing you know, I have to build a go-kart with my ex-landlord. <laughs> hey, if you can't sleep, count sheep. Don't count endangered animals, you will run out. I bought a donut and they gave me a receipt for the donut. I don't need a receipt for a donut. I'll just give you the money, then you give me the donut and the transaction. We don't need to bring ink and paper into this. I just can't imagine a scenario where I'd have to prove that I bought a donut. Some skeptical friend, don't even act like I didn't get that donut. I got the documentation right here. I saw this lady on TV, she was born without arms. She was born with her hands attached to her shoulders and that was sad. But then they said, Lola does not know the meaning of the word can't. And that to me was actually kind of worse in a way. You know, not only does she not have arms, but she doesn't understand simple contractions. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Lola. Oh, Nick. That's hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. Nick Shepard, everybody. We'll take a break.